Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. Today I have a unique guest by the name of Dr. Chow Fan. She is a pharmacist who owns a compounding pharmacy in Northern California. And it's fair to say that she specializes in customized skincare and skin diseases. Skin is her passion, all things skin. It was quite interesting to interview her because it's a different perspective than the normal guests that I have on the show, a pharmacist who's really devoted her career and spends a lot of time researching these customizable formulations that help with such things as eczema. So you're going to want to listen in because she is an interesting gal. And also she has a book available on Amazon called Age Gracefully. Make the right decisions for your skin. And this may be something great to keep in your lobby. So stay tuned and enjoy the show today. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. everyone and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Cree, and today I have a very special guest by the name of Dr. Chow Fan. Hi, Dr. Chow Fan. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, I really am excited to chat with you this morning because I've interviewed all kinds of people in the Beauty Biz world, but never a pharmacist. <laughs> I know it, it, it's real. It's kind of out of the ordinary. You know, you typically expect a pharmacist in the pharmacy. So uh, to do it, to be doing skincare is is different. Yes. <laughs> well, where are you located? I am located in uh, California, Hayward, specifically close close to San Francisco. Okay, I'm just curious. What is you know becoming a pharmacist? What is your schooling like? How many years is it? And what is your main focus of study while you're in there? Well, I have a longer winded type of, you know, uh, route that I took, but basically you need, uh, the basic pharmacist requires, you know, an, a bachelor degree. Um, and then you just go straight to a three to four, four years pharmacy school. And it's a doctorate degree it's called PharmD. And, uh, in school you basically focus on drugs. So not so much skincare, <laughs> Uh, but really, you know, the mechanism of drugs and how drugs work and, and what it does to your body, the dosing and all that stuff. So that's a typical for me, though, I, I got my bachelor in biochemistry and then I didn't think I want to be a pharmacist. So I um, actually went and tried to get my Ph.D. in pharmacology and toxicology. And uh, and then after that, um, I decided that, well, I don't want to be doing research for the rest of my life. So in the lab, it's kind of lonely. I actually like talking to people. So then I, I opted out and got my master and then went to pharmacy school. So so, uh, you know, the my path is a little longer than typical pharmacist. <laughs> That's good. Knowledge is power. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I want to know, like when you started working, what was your first job out of um, is it pharmaceutical school? Would that be it's pharmacy it? school? Yeah. Pharmacy school. What was your first job out of pharmacy? My school? first job out of pharmacy school is actually working for an independent pharmacy right across from Stanford hospital. Actually, it's a, it's a, um, 
specialty pharmacy because it, it specializes in uh, transplants. We deal with a lot of transplants from Stanford and HIV patients. So that was my first job, and I actually was the manager there. And then, and then I just I, I went off and did my own thing after that. Yeah. You have a very entrepreneurial spirit, I can tell by reading your bio and, and the conversations we've had online. And I'm going to pick your brain about that in a minute, because I know our listeners will be interested in hearing what you have to say. But I first want to know, when did you discover your love for skincare? So I, um, my love for skincare started when I started noticing, you know, like those fine lines around my eyes. And that was, that was <laughs> I think I was still... Um, in pharmacy school, so around 28, 29. And then, you know, I was like, okay, well, I better start taking care better of my skin. Before that, I was just using L'Oreal, actually. Yes, it was L'Oreal SPF 15 um, moisturizer, you know, and that was my daily regimen. That's it. And then I started noticing these fine lines. And uh, I said, oh, I better look for something. And at that moment, I actually saw an infomercial from Cindy Crawford. You know, I, I forgot the name of her brand now. So I, I almost bought the cream for myself when I saw that. Then I realized, oh, I, you know, I actually have a master degree in pharmacology. Like I have some research background. I need to research what's the best skincare for myself. So that's when I started looking into more like what are the best ingredients for anti-aging. But at that time, it was really hard to find all the ingredients you're looking for um, in one place. Like all of it is like, you know, in this one bottle or that bottle, I have to buy like five or six things to get what I wanted. So I, uh, I didn't want to do that. So I end up just choosing the best ingredient that I think was best for my need at the time and just chose one product. And then after I finished with pharmacy school, I was pregnant and uh, I gave birth to my son. And at three months old, he started having severe eczema. So that brought me into the eczema skin disease world. And uh, when I was able to open up my own pharmacy and my own compounding pharmacy, that's when I started to look into more like skin disease and creating a cream that doesn't have steroid and natural and that he can use every day. So I'm curious, I think it would be fair to say you specialize now in customized skincare and skin diseases. Is that what you really like to yes, focus on? Cool. So I'm from Vermont, and I will always look for a holistic approach before I'll put chemicals on my body or, you know, things that harsh chemicals, I guess would be a better way to describe that type of ingredient. But tell me, what is this cream that you came up with do for eczema? Well, so, you know, before you even want to approach to treat or to help eczema, you got to understand the lying reason behind what causes eczema, right? So, you know, that's how I started my research is just to understand the disease itself, like, what causes someone to have eczema? And uh, this was three years ago, but now research recently showed that my thought was correct is that, you know, I really do believe that people who have eczema have leaky skin. Tell me what leaky skin means, because I've been in this industry for 15 years and I've never heard that. So this is exciting for me to gain new knowledge. <laughs> sure. uh, well, leaky skin, basically, you know, your skin is, is a barrier. It's an armor, right? It protects you from things getting inside your body and affect you and uh, but be, people who have eczema, they actually have a deficiency in a certain gene. So that makes their skin is not as, as tight or as... Maybe resilient, yes, so to resilient, speak. Um, against outer environment, pollution, allergens, all that stuff. So that's what happened. And now there are actually two studies that have published where they show that when kids with high-risk um, eczema, that means if they're 
parents or their siblings have eczema, when they're born, they're considered high-risk kids for eczema. And those studies show that these high-risk kids, if you actually moisturize them early, like for the first six to eight months of their life, constantly moisturizing, you basically give them a protective barrier, then the incidence of eczema actually decreases. That's incredible. So it makes sense. I'm sure what you've created that this skincare for eczema is a proprietary blend, but you just went with what kind of ingredients? Like, is there something you can share with us? Uh, Sure. Um, Grapeseed oil I use is one of the main ingredients. Yeah. And ceramides, which is also naturally occurring in your body. And ceramides have been shown to really help with people with eczema. So what did you see happen when you started just moisturizing them with your skincare concoction, so to speak? Yeah, so actually, you know, within a week, my son's like redness just disappeared. I mean, it was kind of amazing. And my patients tell me all the time because uh, I just see the the big biggest results right away pretty much within a week. Because just to tell you before this, you know, I took him to allergist, dermatologist, naturopathic doctor too. I've tried everything for my son. So, um, you know, when we went to see an allergist and they found out he's allergic to all these food, we took him away. It only helped 50% of his, I would say, like eczema condition. So that was my next question, actually. So shifting the diet helped about 50%? Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it did help 50% of his eczema. Um, But it didn't go away. His skin is always still, like his face is always still red. His body is still red, like arms and legs specifically. And so with my cream, it actually, like, his face just cleared up. Like, I was amazed, you know. Um, How old is he now? He turned six last September. Is it pretty under control now? Do you find there are times when his eczema will flare up? Yes, there are still times when his eczema still flares up. But since I keep a close eye on the eczema updates with, you know, all the studies going on. So there's actually another study that came out where it tells you that when you have a flare up during winter, if you use vitamin D supplement, it helps with that. I actually used it on him and I find that it helps too. So, cause uh, when, when winter recently started, he started having flare ups again. So I started giving him vitamin D supplement and his skin is pretty good. <laughs> He's lucky he has a mom like you who is really researching this because I think I have a lot of clients that are teens and they're embarrassed. Yes to have the eczema. So he's lucky that you have put the time and effort into helping him with this kind of thing. Thank you. Yeah, it, it, it kind of became my mission in a way because it's just so heartbreaking. Um, and he's actually one of the reasons why I quit my full-time job as a pharmacist. I just feel like I need to get his eczema condition under control when you are mom and you see your son wake up covered in blood because he was scratching himself. I mean, it's just too heartbreaking, you know. Oh, well, tell me now then, if you're not doing the full-time pharmacy thing, what does your day look like? Because it looks like you own a few different businesses and then you have written a book, which I want to talk about in a minute, but you do have a customized skincare line that you sell. Is it available for purchase? Yes, I do. It's not a line because since I have a compounding pharmacy, so every customer that walks in, I would actually create a blend specifically for their skincare needs. I don't believe in a certain line. That's not my belief, my vision anyways. I feel like everyone needs to have their own, you can say, concoction or or a blend of certain ingredients. Not everybody needs vitamin C, you know. Not everybody can take vitamin A. So that's why it's a customized skincare where everyone that I see, I make a specific cream for them, for their needs. You're probably the most popular gal in town. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I, I think that's such a cool approach to skincare. And what I'm curious about is how do you test for these things or how do you determine who needs what? Do you have a, questions? Do you have them get blood work done? How do you determine what to blend for them? Right. Uh, so I do have a very uh, detailed questionnaire. Um, I, I need to find out their allergies, if they've had adverse reactions to any drugs or even any products that they've used in the past. Then I have an idea of what not to put or what to put in there. And also their skin conditions and believe it or not, also their medications and their health condition. A lot of times I look at it as a holistic approach, just like you said earlier, Lori. So, you know, I mean, if you're taking drugs that makes you lose water, obviously your skin is going to be very dry. You know, if you're old and and you're menopausal, obviously your skin is going to be super dry as well. So it depends on really a lot of things. So people, when they're not aware of that, they don't know how to pick the right cream for themselves. So are you pretty busy doing this? Are you the best kept secret in town or are people discovering this unique service that you offer? Yeah, I, I am actually the best secret in town. And yeah, <laughs> it is it is spreading. Um, that's why I, I feel like it's my duty. And, you know, I need to go out and talk about what I do because um, it is different. And I feel like consumers right now are in a way, you know, very uh, confused on what to use. And there's so many brands out there. If you ask me, you know, do you know this brand, that brand? Maybe I know a few, but honestly, like the amount of brands that are out there is just limitless and it's really hard to keep up. And, And I don't believe in brands anyways. I just believe in picking the right cream and the right ingredients, naturally occurring ingredients for your skin. So... I love that you bring that up. And I know a lot of people listening in agree. I am a licensed esthetician. I work in my spa every single week. And I can't believe probably 90% of my clients will come in and say, have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? Have you heard of that? You're right. It's endless. Endless. (laughs) What people have available to them out there in the skincare retail product world. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't promote any brand because in a way, if you know what ingredients are good for your specific need, then you can just go out and choose a specific brand that has the ingredients, you know? So I don't say don't look for the brand, but look for the ingredients that you need. And that's kind of what I try to teach in the industry. I'm an educator as well. You have to know your client, your ideal client, and you kind of cater around that specific skincare need. But everybody is so different. And sometimes it's trial and error. Do you find that even with custom blending? Not so much like trial and error in that um, my cream doesn't work, but it's more like the uh, patient's preference or customer's preference. Like some of them don't like the smell of vitamin C or, you know, so it it really is like everyone is so unique and so different in their uh, preference. So even with custom blending, it's not actually for everybody either, because maybe some some people really like a certain smell or a certain feel to a certain cream. So whether you have the best ingredients in your stuff or not, you know, if they don't like it, they just don't like it. <laughs> well, that's true. If Even sometimes if somebody likes the smell of something, they're more apt to use it every day. And that can create results, just creating that routine around it because it's something you feel drawn to or that's appealing to you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so how often are you at your pharmacy? I am at my, uh, you know, most of the time every day. I do have a pharmacist that helps me part-time as well. But yeah, I'm at my pharmacy every day. So if people want to book with you, actually, do they book with you? Is that how you do the custom formulas? They have to set up an appointment with you and then you sit down and have the conversation with them? So we can actually do online because, you know, with technology nowadays, I can do like Skype or FaceTime and they, um, they fill out the questionnaire ahead of time. 
and then they send a picture of their face or their area of concern for me so that and then yes they book an appointment they don't have to come in if they don't have time but they can book an appointment online and I would be talking to them um, and you know discuss what their concerns are and then then I can have an idea of how I can choose the best uh, you know ingredients for their skin I know you're going to get some serious inquiries after this podcast. So I hope you're not mad at me when you get super busy. But why don't you tell people how to find your website? Because I know they're dying to know this information. Okay, sure. (laughs) So my website is pleasantcarepharmacy.com. And uh, you can just go on to, you know, contact us and just fill out the contact page and someone will definitely send you the information. And I have to say too, is that my skincare, because we custom make every single one. So they're not going to be like, the cheapest skincare cream that you find out there. Um, so it's going to be $100 minimum to 150 depending on the cost of the ingredient because some ingredients are very pricey. But we do custom blend um, every single one. So it's not, a, a you know, like mass producing anything. Okay. So yeah, that makes sense. So it's just a, a, the price is a little higher because of the time, effort, energy, and ingredients that have to be formulated and blended. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so I know people listening in are are moms and business owners, and they also have an entrepreneurial type spirit. So I want to talk a little bit. I know that you've written a book. It's available on Amazon. It's called Age Gracefully, Make the Right Decisions for Your Skin. I have also written a book. I did not have two children. I want to know how you pulled that off, owning a few businesses and doing these custom formulations. (laughs) How? And being a mom of two, right? You said you had two children? Yes. How the heck do you do it all? And how did you write this book? (laughs) Well, so um, first of all, I have to thank my husband and my family, really. Um, They have been the best support ever. I don't think I can do this without them. As you know, being an entrepreneur, it does take time and energy and dedication. So your spouse or your family is not understanding it. It can be quite tough, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I have a nanny, so... You know, during the weekday when I work, she helps take care of them. On the weekend, I don't have a nanny, but that's the time for my family anyways. And then, you know, in terms of having multiple business, just like I tell my staff, when people ask me that question, I'd be saying, well, how do you think Obama run the country? Did he do by himself, right? (laughs) That's true. It's Trump now. So... So how did you find the time to write a book? Because that was one of the hardest things I had ever done. I was getting up at 3.30, 4 o'clock every morning to write before I started my day. That's what I did, yes. <laughs> I got up at 5 a.m. every day and 5 to 7. Uh, I just sit down and, and I had to spend some weekends. I remember we, we went to Lake Tahoe with my family and that weekend I, was like, I told my husband, honey, I'm sorry, but I really got to finish this book. I have a deadline, so can you help take care of the kids and you know, give me five hours. Oh, <laughs> so. uh, you know, and most really successful women that I talk to yeah. have that type of support system. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome that he, he really supports your success yeah. and encourages it. It sounds like, yes. I mean, you know, we encourage each other. I, I feel like you got to encourage each other's passion. He realizes that entrepreneur is my passion. Um, and I realize his passion, you know, my husband has his own passion too. So we both nurture each other's passion. So it's not like it's one lopsided where he sacrifices for me only. I, I recognize his passion and I, I really, um, you know, support him of his too. So yeah, we support each other. What does he do for work? He is an engineer. Um, ah, okay. yes. so he works for the state of California, Caltrans. 
Um, but his passion is into uh, music. He loves music and he loves physical activity like kung fu. He's really into those um, tennis and basketball. So he's really into the, all the physical sports. <laughs> so, well, you guys sound like a dynamic duo. That's good. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you know, so that's why he's happy. If your if your spouse is happy, then they they will make sure you're happy too. So. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So I want to ask you just a few more questions. I know you're busy. You said one of your babies is actually homesick from school. So I know you probably have a chaotic day ahead of you. But you mentioned something in your book talking about reversing skin aging and the importance of avoiding things that age us. And I want you to list a few things that are important. But first of all, uh, for selfish reasons, I'm going to ask you if you think coffee ages us because I happen to be a coffee addict. You know, not directly. Coffee basically is a, a laxative where it it causes you to, I'm uh, not laxative, yeah, maybe a little laxative, but diuretic, which means it makes you lose water a lot, right? So people who drink a lot of coffee tend to go to the restroom more, and that causes um, the loss of water. And you know when we lose water, our skin is not as, as hydrated, so that can be more prone to more aging. Not the right. Okay, so one for one, almost like you do with wine. Make sure you, you, you get some water in there if you're going to drink coffee all day long. Exactly, yes. Exactly. <laughs> so what are uh, some other things that maybe would shock us that we should avoid to, you know, help slow the process of aging? So to slow the process of aging really is the lifestyle change is, is a big factor, Um you don't realize it, but, you know, just getting enough sleep, eating healthy, drinking lots of water, keeping yourself hydrated is the number one thing. And eating antioxidants and anti-inflammatory foods and using antioxidant cream and, and sunscreen. Those are the basic things you can do to really delay the aging process. And those are all great. I think something as simple as drinking water is we overlook it. We forget about it. I have to remind myself Mm -hmm. to drink water throughout the day. And if I spend a day really focusing on getting the right amount of water intake, I swear I look younger the next day. So you're right. Right. Yeah. It's really those simple stuff. That's why my book is really teaching you to be knowledgeable about what causes aging. And then once you know what causes aging or what causes wrinkles to happen, then you know how to reverse it or stop it from happening or delay it because they're really simple things. And if you don't attention they can cause aging but you can reverse it too so yeah okay so you know that people listening in are basically beauty biz practitioners so we have clients laying in front of us every day saying how do I look younger so with your professional expertise would you share with us three tips we could share with our clients to look younger when they leave our treatment room okay so we said already right drink lots of water and you definitely need to use sunscreen Sunscreen, because the sun is the one that causes a lot of, you know, skin problems. And uh, the last thing would be antioxidants. Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. What is your favorite antioxidant or do you have a favorite antioxidant that you recommend to people to help maintain youth? So when I say antioxidants, I mean eating healthy antioxidant rich foods as well as using antioxidant cream. And in terms of antioxidants, cream that I like, I like vitamin C, uh, vitamin E, also green tea. Green tea. That's another one I forget about all the time that is just a powerful antioxidant. Yeah. And there's so much studies on green tea and vitamin C. And vitamin C and vitamin E are naturally occurring in your skin, you know. They are the antioxidants that help um, 
fight off the radicals from the sun and the pollution. And so if you don't have enough of those, you won't be able to fight them off. So yeah, you need a lot of those. And you're right, the sun does beat us up. I know living in Los Angeles and in Palm Springs, where you get probably 350 days of sunshine, women coming in have more visible signs of aging on that driver's side, you know, the left side of our face. So putting sunblock on, even when you don't think you're going to be getting damaging rays from the sun is important. Absolutely. Yep. That's, that's why it's just, I, I think just those three simple things, drink lots of water, eat and use antioxidant creams and antioxidant food and just um, use sunscreen. Those can really delay your skin from getting old and wrinkly. So I'm going to let you give a shout out to your website one more time because I know people are going to want to know how to find you, how to invest in your customized skincare. Thank you so much. Yes. um, So my website, once again, is www.pleasantcarepharmacy.com. And uh, if you would like to be a a client or if you want to be my partner, I'm actually looking for partners who believe in what I do. So, you know, just let me know and just contact me through that website. Awesome. Like an affiliate type program? Yes, absolutely. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And then if you would like to find Dr. Chow's book, it is available on Amazon and it's called Age Gracefully, Make the Right Decisions for Your Skin. And I, I know you mentioned it's kind of like a manual. So even if these are practitioners listening in that own businesses, it's probably a good book to have in your lobby or to be able to sell to our clients, right? To just help them invest properly in their skincare. Yes, it is a manual. You know, I find that it's so hard to find a manual out there to just how to take care of your skin. So it is basically a manual. And another thing I want to tell, tell you and the viewers is it's actually a nonprofit book. You guys know it's cosmetics. So my cream, like eczema and acne creams are not covered by insurance. And I sometimes run into patients that need them but can't afford them. So all of the profits from this book actually is going to go towards um, a nonprofit fund called HK Fund. It stands for my son's Hugh and Kang. And, uh, yeah, the fund will sponsor for people who can't afford my eczema and acne cream. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. And I feel like, you know, when we, we start to give this way, it just opens our world up to receive more. So I think it's awesome that you're doing that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I've already been able to help quite a few people. So it's really nice. It's a great feeling to, to be able to do that. So it, I love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Dr. Chow. And I really appreciate your time. And I'm going to go check out your website now (laughs) and uh, see what we can blend up for my skin. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I'd love to give you a a customized uh, cream, Lori. Oh, very cool. Well, I'm going to go check it out and I will be in touch in the near future. Have an awesome week. And thanks so much again for your time. Thank you for the interview. And it's a pleasure to be there. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, Six Simple Strategies to Generate a Dramatic Increase in Your Beauty Biz Income, and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the Beauty Biz Show.